Welcome to Camden Cast. I'm Tammy. I'm Erin. And this is our 7th Heaven Podcast. On today's episode of Camden Cast, we will be talking about Season 11, Episode 11 of 7th Heaven. The title is Christmas. There's an exclamation point at the end. That's the IMDb user synopsis is, Eric was looking forward to possibly his last Christmas with the whole Camden clan, Cam clan, but wakes up a few days earlier in heaven as a rather Glen Oaks-like town, welcomed by his loving mother-in-law and deceased people who appreciate the efforts he spent on them and their loved ones, and now worry about the mortals still on Earth, including the Camden family, which, he is, pre- which is preparing for Christmas. Even Kevin and Lucy are back early from Frisco. <laughs> oh, Frisco! San Francisco! Uh, while in heaven, Eric is offered miraculous packed gifts for his family, all things he generously gave his parishioners, such as time for Matt and Mary to spend on their families and erasers for memories which poison relationships. His family decides to expand the day they spend on charity, like every year, to three. One because it feels good, one is Eric's favorite present, and one for the infant Jesus. The best may be his own gift. Everybody has a bunch of guardian angels, and the experienced one in charge of his paperwork is processing an application from colleague Stanley to grant his suggested wish to get more time alive on Earth. Another one that, like, some of them are so vague, vague, and then there's, like, the last two. Well, anyway, what was your first impression? Um, I really, really like this episode, and so warning to everyone, I will give this a very high rating. Um, if this is, so like, this is, and this is kind of a personal thing for me, yeah, I don't know. the format. Yeah, the form, I really like the idea of, like, giving some sort of, like, like, rhyme or reason or, like, kind of, like, this business-type attitude towards, like, heaven and how, like, the inner workings of heaven work and, like, you know, like, people up there watching over you and just this whole, whole idea of it being, like, oh, there's paperwork and there's, like, a guardian angel business and you have, like, everybody has something, and they have businesses and stuff up there. And I like the idea of that. And so, not like the idea of heaven, just like the idea of like... That it operates like a business? Yeah, no, or like, you know, like it like has an operation of sorts. Capitalism <laughs> heaven. <laughs> like, it, it's just, I don't know, it's like it's uh, that movie, that uh, animated movie where they go inside Osmosis Jones. How like there's like a city inside your body. I like the idea of that. I know it's not real, but like, I like that. So, um, ba- yeah, and I also want to say that um, this was very much focused on the camp fam. There was no T-Bone, no Jane, no Margaret, nobody on the I mean, outside. It was focused entirely on the Rev. Well, not, you yeah. know, but, but like, there was yeah. no outsiders. Oh, yeah. And uh, this is the first episode that we see Kevin in, in a, couple, a few episodes. We haven't seen Kevin at all. No, we, it was just that last one. He the was, last two oh, episodes. the last two, yeah. yeah. So, he's, so he's back. Um, all right. Frisco. World, yeah. What the, I, thought they, I thought they were trying to spell like, like say, like Fresno, and I was like, that's not where they were. And then I was like, oh, San Francisco. Okay, yeah. So um, we open with the Rev, like at what looks like the promenade. Um, we know, so like a familiar. We've been like we're, we think we're in Glen Oak, and he's like looking around, and he catches a like he looks in uh, like a storefront where he can see his reflection, and he's got like angel wings. And then he, like, sits down on a bench, like, Grandma Jenny comes over. Does Jenny come over before or after the cold open? I don't know. I would think before, because that would be a bad cold open if you didn't, if it just looked like he was somewhere else in Glen Oak. Like, but he's still in the the kilt? No, no, no. I think, I I think he doesn't see Jenny until after the cold open. uh, After the, I think he just sits down and he's like, what? Oh, like, kind of like, where am I? Yeah. 
And then Grandma Jenny is like, oh, you're here. And she's like, it is, like, a little bit disorienting. I know it, like, looks like places where you know and it's hard to, like, but something seems off and you know it's not, like, what you've experienced before. And basically, we're like, oh, he's dead. He's in heaven. Grandma Jenny's here. But Grandpa Charles couldn't be there. Because he's either, I can't, I don't, he said he's there helping the homeless. So either he means the earth, the earth, as in the world, or hell. No, I think you, you're you right. Because then when they like describe like the guardian angel thing, I think it's like supposed to be like, he's like busy looking over the homeless, yes. like in, who are still like living life. Um, so what we have then this episode is kind of, it's, it's, it's about to be Christmas, um, the Rev and Grandpa Jenny, Grandpa Jenny, Grandma Jenny are going Christmas shopping for all of the Camdens, and each Camden gets a specific present, and each present leads the Rev to a person who's connected to one of the parishioners he was helping in the last episode. Yeah, so it's a lot of people we don't, we've never seen before, yeah. um, which I'm not crazy about, yeah, because I'm not, I'm not invested it. in, it would have been better if we'd seen, like, and, like, obviously, like, Grandpa Charles, like, is the actor who played him died, so they couldn't do that, but, you know... Like well, he, he yeah. Uh, we'll get to it. But, yeah. Um, so the first the first thing is we're gonna buy a gift for Matt. We're going in age order for the kids. Mm-hmm. Um, they go to a place called Buy Time, and it's like literally like clocks and watches and things. And it's a place to buy time. And we meet this guy who's related to Phil, who is the like um, bigger gentleman who the Rev was telling to like. Lose, lose weight. weight yeah. Uh, and apparently he, he's he been walking with his wife and his, his marriage is better and he's lost 75 pounds or something. I was like, this was yesterday. <laughs> yeah. Um, or like, I think what we're supposed to gather is these people can see into the future so they're talking about what's going to happen. Perspective. Yeah. Okay, perspectively. Okay, yeah. yeah. Um, and this guy is, oh, he, this guy is Phil's father um and he's like the phil's father's like thank you you gave my son time with his family because his health is better and he's like has more time on his in his life so let's give matt time because matt's constantly matt and sarah are constantly busy with work and, and being a doctor kids and yeah so that's like what matt gets because yeah then yeah. they they skip mary for a hot second and they do lucy next so lucy gets courage and she gets courage from um, it's okay. So it's this woman, the Wizard of Oz. Um, it's this woman from Ethiopia, um, who's chi- who's obviously dead. Who's child? She has five children, um, who have been adopted by a woman named Nell, who's I get I think one of the parishioners that want. I don't know. I guess she wanted family or something. And Nell's gonna meet a doctor from Doctors Without Borders, and there's a whole this, thing. Her children are gonna have a great life. life. But it's also like you gave Nell the courage to adopt my children. I want to give Lucy the courage to get through to life. Have, to have for, for, for when she needs it. <laughs> well, she's gonna be the new Reverend. She's yeah. she's probably wanting wanting to have kids again, and that's gonna be take courage yeah. on her part. Um, and then we get back to Mary. So this. Erin and I had a feeling about this. We didn't really like... We don't know if we'd like it or not. So they were like... First, they were like, okay, so like we'll give her an eraser. And we're like, oh, to like erase the bad things she's done in life. And it's like, that's not... It's not necessary. Like, that's not... Oh, if things would just be different if she could like erase all these bad things. And also, the last time that we like saw Mary, she was like stable and things were going well. And and like they haven't like been alleging this like crazy Mary is back. So... Like I was like, that's just because like she made mistakes in the past. Like you don't like, don't erase, erase them. them, and and then, then they say about- it's like met they like she can erase the fact like 
she's hung, they clarify it and they're like, she dwells on a lot of her mistakes. So like if we could help her forget like whatever she's just dwelling on. And I was like, well, that's better, but still not like, like maybe something to help her move on from like being hung up on memories, but not like. And then they were like, she can't forgive herself. That's why since she can't forgive, let's let her forget. And I get that logic, but it's still kind of, it, 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 I don't know, it rubbed both of us the wrong way. And then the Rev says, he was like, oh, but don't, like, he basically says, like, isn't she, if we erase them, though, like, she's learned from those experiences, so if you remove them, does, like, where where does that leave her? She doesn't have, the, like, she doesn't have the knowledge or experience yeah. gained from those, like, interactions. But anyway, that that's what they yeah. settle on, and I guess was kind of punting it, but, like, I guess at this point, they don't know what, like... She's gonna be. I've been off the show for so long, and like, yeah, she came back for like a second in the end. But like, she's been out of the picture and for so long that yeah. it's just like they didn't know what to do. Obviously, and they've like re rewritten I her mean, character completely, and they haven't really given her like. Even though Matt's not there, you know, he still gets like sto- like storylines, kind of like ostensibly. Well, even up until like the ninth season, he was still like in and out yeah. periodically. But like we we don't the only things we know about Mary are from their point of view and not from what we're actually seeing. So we have nothing yeah. to get from this. But the person selling the erasers is the mother of Joyce. Joyce is the woman who was mad that her mother didn't get her a doll for Christmas. Okay, wait. And the doll that Joyce wanted was if you like have ever had an art class in school. Yeah, yeah. Those like little figurines that you use to the like the ones. shapes. Yeah, the sh- for like to practice like drawing shapes. So. Um, that's what she wanted, and like, I don't understand. That's not a doll that you play with. That's a doll that you draw. Um, or like what you use to do like fashion or whatever, right? It's like it's a it's an it's like an art school thing. Yeah, yeah. It's it, it, you know a little wooden figurine. Yeah. You know, like. Um, so her mother. So we learned that the reason her mother couldn't get her the doll was because it was either buy the doll or give get food. And she's like, I wish I'd known about this. That the she doll. would carry this resentment forever. Because I would have gone hungry and gotten her the doll. Yeah. Um, and so it's like you, like so she's like you, Rev. You gave her the ability to like finally get rid of this like seventy year old grudge. So I'm gonna give your daughter the ability to like forgive herself. Um, so that's that. We. Oh, I would also like to say there's a point in this in heaven where the Rev gets like served with a shit ton of food. It's like pies and cakes and it's all like fried foods yeah. and like cheeseburgers, all the stuff he can't eat because like he hadn't or had been refraining from eating because it would exacerbate his condition. And we learn we learn that uh, the reason that he gets this stuff is because he always tipped his waiters so generously. So it's just appreciation for that in heaven. I guess that's what happens if you go to heaven. You if you tip well. Yeah. Um, so the next person. That's one of the like ten commandments. Like, the next person is si- Simon. Simon. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Which he's getting a purpose, and he's getting yeah. it from Martin's mother. See, like I appreciated this. Yes. Because like we know Martin, and it would it's like interesting to see like they would cast as like Martin's mother yeah, or like yeah. I was just like oh I would like this is more closely connected to someone I care about than like the girl the woman who didn't get the art school doll um okay so oh, I, 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 we forgot to mention something before we meet Martin's mother we meet 
Uh, okay, so there. I, I hate talking about these people because you have to explain. Like, you have to use so many, yeah, to explain who they are in relation yeah. to the storyline. Okay, it's just more people that the Rev is helping. It's yeah, like you don't need to talk about how yeah, each of them is like. There's yeah. no gift associated. We're yeah. moving on. Yeah. Martin's mother. Some uh, is going to give Simon a purpose, and she's going to do that because um, she says that she thinks that or like that um, the Rev helped Martin like deal with um, Sandy. And his, the the baby, and that actually uh, Martin has found his purpose in Aaron. Like through his, like his son has given him purpose. So she's like, you helped him, like do the right thing and take like you know step in and like be in his son's life. And now she's like, he is great. You know, his son is giving him a purpose, and that's like helping him jumpstart his life. So. And we don't know what's in... There's, like, a box in... And yeah, it's knit, though. Everything's knitted. Yeah, so I think... And she won't tell the Rev what's in the box, but she's like, he'll have to unravel it. And I was like, it's... It's like a Some theme. sort of, like, fi- you know, working to find what your... Per- I don't know. So that is that. Um, then we have Ruthie's gift. So Ruthie's gift is given by the horse driver. What do you call those people? Can- Carriage? The, um, I don't know. Yeah. The people that drive the horse carriages. Yeah. Um, the conductor the, of the horse carriage. <laughs> um, he is related to uh, the brother and sister who haven't talked to each other in years because the brother called the sister a jerk. Um, and so he's giving, because he, because the Rev gave these kid, like these like adults the ability to talk to each other, he's giving Ruthie dignity, loyalty, and beauty. Um <laughs> Doesn't really relate to anything, anything but they, sure. Like, what did they say about the beauty? It's like oh, it's because the apology was beautiful. It wasn't about like making Ruthie beautiful. It was because the apology that like the sister and the brother gave to each other was beautiful. beautiful. So like I don't know, like I don't this like it's, abstract beauty. Like I don't just like the idea of beauty. Exists. I mean, I guess I get giving Ruthie like I, I think all the other ones were pretty personalized, but I feel like they get like kind of copped out on Ruthie. They I think they copped out on Lucy. I like that was yeah, that's true. They could have gotten like there were there are a lot of different character flaws we've obviously yes. identified in Lucy yeah. that they could have gone after and attacked, but like that, that I thought that was a cop out and it was so tenuous. Yeah, like, I feel the, like the they, woman like the people presenting all of these guys were tenuous except for like Martin's yeah. mother. Um. Then and like the, yeah, like and you said this the the when Lucy's friend who died in the car accident like back in the day obviously that actress was like like a teenager then and she would have been an adult now so they couldn't really get her back but like that would have been if like she gave the present to the rev for Lucy yeah like, that that would have felt more even more like more People connected more than this connected yeah. to like yeah. or like you could I mean this would have been a stretch but like uh, what's who was the dad? I can't. Wilson's 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 wife. Yeah, that girlfriend wife that died. Baby mama. Yeah, yeah could have been connected to Mary's gift somehow because it's about mistakes, right? Like right, was, and like, like yeah. So right, there, there are other people who have. Di- and I couldn't think. You know, obviously, like Grandpa Charles would have been a good one. They couldn't do that, but like other people have died along the way that are cl- that were connect- more connected to the Camdens that could have been showing up instead of them setting this up in one episode, like. Here are all these people. They might like that you, in an ordinary seventh heaven episode, wouldn't pay attention to because you're like you're. I'm never going to see you again. Yeah. And then they're coming. Like we're being introduced to their distant relatives who have died. Or just make something up and be like, 
like I'm Lucy's best friend's father. Like, or, you know, like we, you know, just but connect the people that are giving the gifts to the actual people you're getting the gifts to. Right. Um, then we meet uh, Sam and David's guardian angels. Who is like a teenage, like a young teenage girl. Yeah. And like she, and I was really curious. I really like, I wanted to know how she died, right. but, which is like not relevant, but I'm like, if we're just introducing this person who's actually not connected to any other storyline right now, because it's like it's unusual, because everyone else we've seen so far, we either know how they died, like Martin's mother, um, or they're like older, which is and more they, and they relate to someone, right? But like they're older people, and I guess I think the thing is like I guess in heaven you don't age yeah. when you die. So I was just like, why is this girl so young? How'd she die? What's the deal? Why is she assigned to the twins? Like make there make some sort so, of connection yeah. of like why she is the the angel assigned to the twins, like. Is there some connection there? Well, I don't know. The connection to at least the it's so she is like the great granddaughter or something. The granddaughter of Gertrude, who is the one of the one of the Rev's guardian angels. So they're related or something. I don't fuck. I don't know. <laughs> Gertrude. Um, Gertrude, who has no lines. <laughs> she was scary, kind I, of looking. I think Gertrude has dementia. Like. <laughs> She's the, she looks so confused, <laughs> the actress. <laughs> so Sam and David get cooperation, mutual respect, and understanding because the Rev... Is going to die and they'll be, like, won't have a father. I don't know. It's because they're twins and, like, they go through life always having each other, so they should be able to have the things that make sure that their, like, relationship lasts. Yeah. Um, and that's connected to, like, this couple that the Rev is getting, like, married, basically. And I'm like, that's not a good twins married Like, yeah. it doesn't work. And then the um, Rev says, like, I don't know why this matters, but, like, the Rev says something about, like, he was like, oh, like, you're pretty, like, how long have you been a guardian angel? And, like, you look pretty young. You're the one assigned to the twins? And, like, she's like, oh, there are multiple angels assigned to, like, everybody. And I'm like, then why did the two of them have to share you for right now? But also, they have, there will be additional assignments later. Yeah, the, the mechanics of it is weird. <laughs> we find out that Stanley Sunday is one of the Rev's guardian angels. Well, they didn't, mean, they didn't even mean to make it an issue. That's the thing. Like, the age of the... Like, well, yeah. It could have just... She's not like a brain, brain surgeon. Brain. Like... <laughs> You can just be a guardian angel. Also, yeah. they're kids. Like, they don't need an adult guardian angel. Like, they're children. No, they should have an adult watching them. <laughs> they have adults. They're children. <laughs> so, um, we... The whole thing, right? The thing that's happening here is the Rev asked for uh, more time, and an application has been made. So, there's paperwork. <laughs> yeah, Stanley had to do file the paperwork <laughs> to see if, like, I guess these, you know, this is, like... The, the angels are like secretaries for God, and they pass the request up to their overlord who signs off on them or not. So, yes, at the end of this, Gertrude comes, yes. and she's got the paperwork, and she's got the decision on whether or not the Rev is going to get more time. And, and she stands, that like, she just comes over, and she's got this look on her face. She looks so confused yeah. or upset, I don't know. And she doesn't say anything, and does she just, like, hand them the paper? No, she, it literally goes to black, and we get back, and he's back in his and, kilt. Yeah, and and, and he's, um, wa- like, in walking into the cam casa. So he's back in real life. Like, pres- yeah, it goes to black, and then we oh, have him we, walking into the house. We should, we, we, before he leaves... Uh, he before he com- the decision comes in, we get Annie's gift. We forgot to talk about Annie's oh, gift. Oh yes, so I mean, I guess we'll just stop. So it keeps going between the, all of these scenes. We periodically, like two or three times, it's not very frequently, um, go back to the can like real life um, and the Cam Casa where 
Lucy, Kevin, Ruthie, Annie, and the twins are all decorating for Christmas. They're putting up the tree. They're decorating the tree, which is taking them an impossibly long amount of time, <laughs> and they're not doing a very good job. But oh well, they, I guess Annie does say it's only been twenty minutes. That's probably why it's taking them so long. Because oh, like, they only start beca- yeah. uh, because like they like they weren't going to start because they were waiting for the rev, and then they were like. Oh, let's, let's start. Okay. And but like according to Annie at the end of the episode, you guys are worrying it's only been twenty minutes. That makes more right. sense. But the, they make it seem like it's been a very long time and they've been working on the same right. thing of lights. So basically I don't know if well, I mean it still doesn't yeah, take that long. Every time it cut back, even if it was like five minutes, they wouldn't just still yeah, be in the know, same I, position. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um and at a certain point you were like, It looks like they took decorations <laughs> off. Like, so yeah, um, I guess they were expecting the Rev to be home. I guess, they, you know, maybe he called ahead of time or something and was like, okay, I'm leaving work now. And everyone is getting, like, they're waiting to decorate, and then they're like, oh, why isn't he home? Um, everybody's nervous. Like, they're like, he isn't picking up his cell phone. He's not picking up the office phone. Kevin is like, I can go, like, I'll just drive down to the church and see if he's down there. Like, you know, he should have been home. This is not, and he's not in good health. We should check on him. And Annie keeps telling everybody, like, no, I'm sure everything's, like, I know everything is fine. Um, it's only, it's only been 20 minutes, whatever. So, uh, that's, everybody, everyone's worrying. And Annie is just, like, so, so certain and, like, reassuring herself that, Everything is going to be fine. So back in heaven, the Rev is like, well, basically, uh, Grandma Grandma Jenny is like, we don't need to give Annie faith because that's one thing she doesn't lack in you. She has faith in you. And what they do give, it's it's like this brooch, right? Yeah. It's like a pin. Yeah, it's I would say like a brooch, yeah. That um, Charles gave Jenny when Annie was born. And basically, that's what he brings back from the afterlife. That's the only solid thing he brings back. Everything else is, like, concepts. Yeah, and he brings back a physical gift for Annie because I don't know how the logistics of the yeah, like, and we don't time like, continuum are, like... Yeah, well, also, like, he asked, the Rev asked before he goes, he's like, will I remember any of this? And she, and Grandpa Jenny, Grandpa, I keep calling her Grandpa Jenny, Grandma Jenny, it was like, you, you, you won't remember this, but you'll know that you have time or something like that. Like, th- you'll know that something has happened. You something know, has you changed. You know, you'll know, yeah, something will be different. different. Uh, so. And that's kind of it. Like, that's the, where the episode ends. And, and, well, and when he walks in, yeah. you know, Annie, he... Is holding it. He's, yeah. It's in his hand, but he doesn't seem to like actually know. Like he's no, just holding yeah. something, but he doesn't know what it is, and he doesn't seem to be. But Annie is like, "Oh, what's what are you holding?" And he opens his hand, and she's like, "Oh my god!" Like my like, how did you? Where did you get this? Like my mother had this. My father like my father gave it to her. I remember like exactly. She used to wear it all the time. Um, like, where did you find it? Where did you get it? And the rev is just like, and like, mm, I, I I don't know. And Annie's like oh, well, I'm so happy you found it. I don't care. Like, it must have been somewhere in the house, like, amongst our belongings, but I'm glad you found it. So this, and that's what, I, okay, and that's what I think, like, they, they did, I think they did a really good job with this episode, but I think it's failing is this, because you've, you've created this position where everybody's very concerned about the Rev's health. If a person you really care about... Wasn't answering their cell phone, wasn't answering their work phone, and was inexplicably missing even for 10 to 15 minutes, you'd probably be like, we have to go, like, something is yeah. wrong. And also for him to come home and not know where he really was or be like i don't know where i got this from i don't know how it ended up in my hand it'd be concerning thought for him to be like for you to have lost time like that especially because they bring up the fact that the revs lost time before right but his the problem has he had like 
It's but it's the heart problem though. It's not like I uh, thought there was like a with, few episodes ago when Annie was like, "Where were like what's what like?" I thought there was like something going on with that where he like couldn't really pinpoint where he was or what he was doing. I don't think so. Oh, okay, maybe no. I, I don't think like one. yeah, and like I said, like he's he's it, all we hear about is is the heart problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like that doesn't explain you know like if he passed out he would know you know or whatever. So I guess it's just like and well and because like the. I guess magic of this whole scenario was like time was ticking like at right. Yeah. So I guess in his mind, it was probably like when he came back, he probably like, it was like he never left yeah. because you don't remember. Yeah. But nobody, did anyone tell him he was like later or whatever? I guess that it would be like, I would be, that would be disconcerting like right. as a person to like sort of come out of this trance sort of thing and then check the time and be like, what? Like, 20, I, like yeah. 20 minutes has passed. And, like, 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 where did, did it go? Did time pass? Was he late to begin with? Or maybe he was late because of the conversation he had with Stanley. Like, I don't know where reality and time... Right, like, right. like, the way that time was... Like, it was time... Not, like, did it stop for him, but it was continuing for everyone else, but... Like, or was he already 20, ma- 20 minutes late already? Like, before he went to heaven? Yeah. And then... Was this kind of just a plot device to make us think that he was actually going to be dead? Yeah, 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 yeah. Or passed out somewhere. Right. Um, Yeah, so... Yeah, But I don't think we're supposed to question it this uh, much. I think we're just supposed to go along with it, and everybody's fine, and he got his... Presumably, the application for more time was granted. Um, And, like, it's all, like, a Merry Christmas thing, and the whole family's... Home for the holidays. Yeah, families together. There's a big group hug. Um... Okay, and this is I'm, my one gripe with this episode uh, is that uh, actually with this season is the way that they've painted the Rev. I think more so than they have in any other season, or maybe I'm just noticing it more as this Messiah Jesus kind of savior esque figure. Oh, that was so annoying when he first yeah when he first was walking around heaven. Everybody was coming up to him and like, "Are you the Reverend Camden? Oh my God, you're here! You're fun!" Like and yeah, so and like everything is it was like it's not like it wasn't heaven. It was like kind of his heaven, which I. I don't know, whatever. I think that's the, what, what, what heaven, that's the idea what that, of heaven. heaven is it your heaven? Your, yeah. But basically, like, he was getting praised left and right, and, like, none of this would have been possible without you, Rev, and, like, all this stuff. Like, it was just, like, you've touched so many people's lives, you don't even know, like, you, you know, we, we've all seen you, you've helped, like, so many people, and whatever, so. It's like, isn't he great? Like, all, like, all over the place. And, and at first, that's, I got the idea yeah. when, so, when the people were like, oh, you're here already? Mm-hmm. I thought, like, that, that the idea was going to be like, oh, no, so many more people need you. You can't be here. You, you need to, you still have, like, work to do on Earth. Um, because I, and I don't know if they're like harping on that more this season by naming a hamster Jesus and like giving him the same Mom. father, you know, like, but like, I, and I, I know they've been doing this all along. Like he is this figure in the community. He's this figure in the household, but it's been, I don't know if I'm like looking at the symbolism more so now, but like, she's real. Brenda Hampton's really hammering this, like, like, you know, this weird daddy thing <laughs> like yeah and i don't know he's just not the guy that they pretend uh, that everybody pretends he is on the show when you look back at like years and years of like what he's what he's done for people is he comes in he's like you're living your life the wrong way i'm gonna tell you how to live your life and like in the end people are like oh you're right you've you've always been right you like it's like basically he is like um you know he's like master of the universe he knows how we you know how everybody should be doing everything and when he tells people to change and then they change they're like my life is so much better you 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 know everything you're great i'm wrong 
so like if I ne- if I never met you, my life would be shit. He also and the fact that he has all these connections for like a like a poorly lowly like church minister. Like they talk about a lot that the family's poor, but he he know he knows everyone all the time. He has connections in the military. He has connections to the police. He has connections to um, like he. Oh, like, you know what? Where's uh, uh, Detective Michaels? He's over. Captain. He's not. He's, he's captain. Oh, captain. Whatever. Captain. He had like sergeant, captain, <laughs> detective. He had so many different promotions, but. Yeah, I feel like he. I feel like we we won't see him again. But um, I don't know. I like it. He was a good recur. You know, there weren't a whole lot of recurring characters, characters that, we that liked, weren't yeah. and that weren't family members. So and also because they retcon all of these things, where you initially always have them like being like you said, like they are like I don't want to do what you're doing, telling me to do, or you're wrong, and you're butting in, and they reluctantly like, do it, and then they're like, oh my god, why didn't I just listen to you from the beginning? Also, I, like, okay, here, so this is Like, it would be nice if one time it didn't work out and people were like, that was horrible, thanks, but no thanks, I'm gonna, like... Because that's what the real world is like, you don't win every single, like, you don't, you know what I mean? yeah. You don't win every single game, you don't win every single case. And again, like, it's TV, and, like, they're all about, like, very much, the show is very much like, oh, happy endings all around for everyone always, but... It's like, you know. But it paints him as like an unrealistic figure. And I feel like I feel like the point of television shows like this is to make relatable characters. And you haven't really made one in your main character. And I th- and my one the one last thing I want to say about this is I so I don't I'm not Christian. I don't go to church. I've ne- like I, I don't know how um, what a minister's job actually is. Or how to decorate a Christmas tree. <laughs> Shush. Which is a pagan symbol. <laughs> so I don't know why you didn't, you know, just bother. Um, worship your pagan tree. But I like I, I is it is this what ministers do? Is this what reverends do? Like go mm-hmm. into the community and just like help people or like because and a lot of the things that these people complain to the rev about are things like people would go to like therapists. Right, for. right, exactly. Well, I think that or that's, like social workers. Yeah. You know? So I think um, like well, I've never had a reverend because um, I'm like Catholic, so with like priests. But I think that that's. Like, I don't know that, but also, like, again, we get the idea of Glen Oak. It was referred to as a hamlet on a previous episode. So, like, it's not a big town. Like, I think that, like, in, like, parishes, like, yeah, sure, there probably are people who go to, like, their pastor or their priest when they're having, like, moral conflicts. But, like, usually people who do that are, like, you know, like, deeply religious like I think mm-hmm. to, to if you're having like a crisis of sort of like morality and you don't know what to do like that's people, that's people like I don't know if you're not that religious you're not having like moral crises every day that you would go and ask your like church your priest about or whatever but I'm sure that people do it in real in real life I don't know because like the church that I went to was like big big church so like again so i'm sure people do develop these relationships though with like their um i guess spiritual leader in the real world i think that's probably true but i don't know that the prevalence of like just people in the town who don't even go to the church like that's the thing about that's tenuous about like there aren't the like there are a lot of people who just were never even like parishioners at the glen oak church over the years who have gone explicitly to the Rev for help because they're like, I heard in the community that, like, you do all this stuff for people, and that's just not how... Life works. It would work, like, and also... And there are plenty of people also, like, there's women going to him being like, I haven't found a husband yet. Like, you don't <laughs> go to your... You, do you I go? Mean, some people might. I don't know. I don't, like I said, there's different... like. I know. I, like, I've led a completely different life, and Aaron's led a like, completely different life, and we don't know what the lives 
of like, like I'm certain yeah. that people who do like some people do have like close relationships with their like again whoever is the lead like the leader of their church um, where whatever it is and they do see those people as like sort of like mentors for like spirituality and like morality issues uh, but again like so yeah basically people are like oh um, going to the rev with with problems that are like not um, kind of that that have nothing to do with like what he does like right more appropriate for like a social worker or like a you know like a therapist right. some like sometimes yeah he just serves as like the catch all he's like law enforcement therapist um, what else do you say like social sure. worker sometimes like doctor or attorney he takes like on the, all these roles that like. It's just like there are professionals who are more aptly suited to do this, and I don't see that realistically. Especially people who don't even go to the church would be seeking him him out because some like sometimes I'm just like this is something you would want someone you trust to advise you on. Also, and people like strangers are right. always asking him for help, and also because they explicitly make the people that like he's intervening in their lives a lot of the times are people that are like not not just not going to church; they're actively not religious. Mm-hmm. So like. I, and then at the end of the day, they're like, oh, I'm going to start going to your church now because, like, you've, you know, I see the power of spirit, like, religion now, and that's it. Well, I think we've... Anyway, yeah, we've exhausted. This, yeah, this conversation. Anyway, um, so that is, yeah, so that's that episode. We are halfway through the season now. So, yeah. Uh, so if you would like to... to rate this episode, rate what this would it episode, be? <laughs> um, I'll give it a five. It was better than the others, but, like, I just upset with the how all the, the people like there's so yeah. many people who i don't care about and will never see again i don't have i given a seven yet mm, did we give it to like the musical episode i don't know no i don't think i gave it a seven i well. gave it a six to an episode last season no. i feel like i'm not gonna give this up i'm not i'm not saying that i'm about to give this episode a 6.5 seven, but i think i'm gonna give it a 6.5 it's a cop out. It was a cop. No, be, I, when you really want to go over the seven. No, I was going to give it a seven, five. but I realized I, I agreed with you it about the flaws. fact that there was no uh, there was no real connection to the people that they were introducing in this episode. Yeah, but I it, the 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 concept really got to me. It's my favorite. Th- it's one of yeah. my favorite things to read about and to watch. So, whatever. <laughs> Aaron's looking at me weird, but I don't care. <laughs> All right. Well, if you would like to hear the second half of, well, the, the end half of <laughs> season 11. And the end half and of this positive podcast. I the mean, last 11 episodes of this podcast. Yeah. Uh, you can listen to us on soundcloud.com slash camdencast where there are new episodes every Wednesday and Saturday. You can also get our episodes on the Apple iTunes podcast app and on Stitcher. You can follow us on social media. It's facebook.com slash camdencast. We're at Camden Cast Show on Instagram and Twitter. I'm Erin. I'm Tanvi. This is Camden Cast. Feeling in the 